Hey, what's poppin'? It's Mo, you did again. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If so, I got a great one for you. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And the best of all, it's 100% free. So download the Anchor app on any mobile devices and get started right away. What's up? What's happening? It's Mo, you did again. And you're listening to What's Poppin' by Moe Did It Again. Here we go. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I did wrote it down. I'm really sorry about that. Man, you were like, what, an hour? Wait, yeah. Wait. A lot of things happen. But if you still don't have time, I mean, we could always push it back. No, I got time. Well, I probably got about 15 minutes for my daughter to wake up and you'll be hearing all a uh, two-year-old blabbering in the recording. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we could do, yeah, we could do, like, a part one to it if you want to. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> let me get started. What's popping, everybody? It's your boy, Mo, you did again, and I'm here with a special guest. Please tell me your name. Where are you from? Um, my name is Hennessy. I'm not telling people my real name. <laughs> Call me Hennessy. I'm actually from New York, but I've been in St. Louis since I was 13. So you could basically say from both parts. Mm. That's what's up. Which part of New York? Queen. Where Nicki Minaj and uh, Nas is from? 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Yeah, well, I'm actually from the uh, projects on um, Queen and 50, you know, it's, it's some tall, real tall buildings, and there's, like, some steps that you go to. It, it's actually, like, you see on TV, it actually do be a lot of niggas standing around in one spot, so <laughs> I'm, like, from that area. Yep, that's that sounds like New York. I only been there a couple of times, but it was never on some business wise. That sounds nice. Sounds nice. Ooh. And Louis, you was thirteen. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it actually wasn't a choice. Family. Yeah. Don't we just love them? No. <laughs> Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. I actually hated them for that, but I actually grew to love the city. So, uh, that was up. So, your business. What do you do? Well, I actually do. Let me think. Brief second. I actually do a lot. Um. Majority three things. It, it's six things I do, but it's three things that I'm pushing to do more. Um, my first one is I do nails. Mm-hmm. The second one, I basically uh like thinking about selling mink soon. And I I know everybody sell minks. Everybody do. Um, nails and stuff, but I'm not on the same lane as everybody because 
what where I'm headed is actually down the celebrity path. I'm trying to get noticed by them. You right. know, be a celebrity That's- nail tech, uh, a celebrity beautician, you know, and, um, after my gastric bypass surgery because I have health issues. Mm-hmm. After all this SS rate drop, I'm actually about to jump back into the media as a dancer. And, you know, they get noticed quicker. Right. Because money talks. If you have that money that they want, you get all the exposure that you need and looking for. So that's like I'm just taking everything like at a slow time because I'm I'm not getting noticed at the... Mm-hmm. um by any customers at the right time, but it's actually going how I want it to go because yeah. I'm not trying to stay in the same city, if you get what I'm talking about. I'm trying to, like, expand, like, travel, you know. Right. So if if I ever do, you know, end up getting, you know, booked by celebrity stuff, i be like, oh, yeah, I do nails, too, and now this is too good, you know, and I'm I'm connected, I'm linked in. <laughs> Right, right, right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so I mean every everybody everybody getting noticed at the time that they you know, that they supposed to be, you know, so I'm not worried about it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh the third I'm actually still thinking about writing this documentary is is isn't and like pushing it to be on Netflix, it, it's like a Heal the World tour, you know, based off the Mac, Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's like you go to five different states within two weeks, give back to the community, you know, and just put it out there. Like St. Louis is not bad as everybody think it is, but. Are you sure about that? <laughs> it would be nice to even put the image out there. I mean, St. Louis is, has its days, but it all depends because St. Louis is not really, um, everybody is worried about themselves. Nobody likes to help anybody out anymore. Man, let me not get started on that topic. I straight heard of a couple of people feelings when I was on that topic. <laughs> you... Yeah, St. Louis people kill me. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, St. Louis. First off, people in St. Louis. It, since I've been here, I grew to realize that people it, it's everywhere too, but mainly in St. Louis, it's it's a bucket full of crabs. This whole city, and it ain't the city; it's the people that's in the city. They want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. If you're a shiner, like if you balling, mm-hmm. you can't live here. Right. You gotta go somewhere. People that shine and stuff, they don't live long in St. Louis. They don't. People rather take instead of working hard like you did. Mm-hmm. So it's like I already know the the road that I'm headed down. Yeah. I'm not staying here. I'll probably get a crib here and, you know, duck off and, you know, because I'm, I'm not staying out of town. You know, I'll be traveling, but, like, I'll get a crib to, like, duck off, but ain't nobody going to know where my crib at. Right. 
You never show nobody where you lay your head at. That's the number one rule. And people, people, I, I think people forgot the game. Yeah. You, you you never introduce your home to the life that you live. Exactly. But that's them, not me. Um, I don't I don't know how to react to that. Uh, cause they should already know. They 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 want to live a life that they see. So when you actually live it, you should already know the father's the rules. Right. But I don't I don't know. I don't wanna be the one to <laughs> you know, oh she said no, I ain't say nothing. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's true. You got a point when you say that people want to see you do good but not too good. Yeah, but that's that's how St. Louis is. That's yeah. why I, that's why I gave you that reaction because I'm born and raised here throughout my 25 years of being here. I mean, I I be seeing the, I don't know, I be seeing the, I be, ugh, I just can't get it out. It's it's deeper than that. It's like I be wanting to see the good in people, but you can't do that to everybody. I I kind of learned that. Like it's like everybody not meant to be on the same path as you ain't. Everybody ain't meant to be around you when you, you know, when you growing up or anything. Um, what I was trying to say, it's like Saint, like Saint Louis come together. Don't get me wrong, Saint Louis come together on a lot of major things. If somebody disrespects Saint Louis, the whole Saint Louis will come together. I see that, but it, it, at the same time, they down each other. They they promote, they support. People support who they want to support. They going to do, you know, spend money. But when it comes to the black community, they it's like they ask for discounts. They don't go to the white people shop, the uh, Hispanic, Arab, uh, pink, black, purple, whoever shop, and ask for a discount unless they give you a discount. Well, they are the... But they automatically go to the black people like, come on, man, fuck with your boy one time for the one time. Like, it's always like that with our own people. We don't spend with them like we spend at the at the Chinese shop and all that other stuff. They always ask for discounts. So it's like, and then it's like if if females go to the um, Chinese shop. They don't ask them is they licensed. <laughs> but every time, like, I noticed since I got in this nail business, they always asking the black nail techs, or are you even licensed? Do you walk in a Chinese nail shop and ask them that? <laughs> so, so you see, it's like people, people don't want to wake up and realize that. So when somebody speak on it, they get in their feelings. Because, because it's true. It's the truth. <laughs> That's how I look at it. If you can't take the truth, don't ask for nobody's opinion. But it's crazy because people, people do it every day but don't realize that they're doing it until they hear it out of the horse's mouth. They have to realize it for themselves. That's why I realized at all these years, we can't if if you see the potential of people and they don't see it within themselves, hey, it is what it is. 
I mean, I go through that every single day. Oh uh, yeah, I learned you can't do that. Like, like I don't, I don't mind because I like to see people eat. I'm not selfish. I'm not anything. Like when people was asking me about my uh, surgery, most most people was thinking it's because I saved up the money or it's because I just wanted to. Like my my health is real bad. My I am over the limit of having a high BMI. The highest you can have is sixty two. I am sixty. I am five zero, and I am two hundred pounds overweight. So, my insurance—that's the only reason why I'm qualified, and my insurance is paying for it. So, like, I had to like tell a couple people out, like, tell them no, like, y'all, y'all tripping, like, did that send you guys twenty-eight thousand dollars or anything? I'm gonna get that money. <laughs> It had to be a reason why I'm getting that surgery because everybody not qualified. Insurance ain't gonna pay just anything. There's like a couple quali- uh, qualifications you gotta do, and this been a three year journey. The grace of God been keeping me alive this whole time. I could have croaked at any time. This high BMI, so it's like I had like. Got like exchange some words and stuff like somebody somebody who getting surgery could never like ooh do I hear a sneak this? Mm-hmm. Like damn, people rather me die than get surgery. <laughs> like didn't like don't you think I tried to lose weight and the Jimmy Craig and all that that's that stuff don't work for everybody. And then even then, sur- people think surgery is the easy way out. It's not. Because we have to change our eating habits. Uh, we have to eat small portions, very small portions. It's mm-hmm. like a life-changing thing for people to have health issues. So it's, it's not the easy way out because we're still going through hard work. So it like people people think surgery is the easy way out. That that surgery is not the easy way out. So it, so it's like I don't I don't know. I just, <laughs> like I I had to like put that out there, especially with the surgery, because it's like I know, like my uh further down the line, people like mm-hmm. when people will hear this and know that it's me when if when I put my cause, Facebook on some BS right now. They straight reported, like they straight um, they temporarily locked my page, which I'm back on there. They time I was fishing because I was promoting this uh link mm-hmm. to to the app on Facebook. I'm like, man, I'm going to Instagram. <laughs> Facebook time I was fishing. What I'm fishing for? This is me. You better give me my page back. Mm-hmm. No, but like I don't, I don't live my life like according to what people think, say, do, or whatever. Like if if people want to live their life hating on the next, by all means, have fun. Right. right. But it, I'm not finna be. I I just feel like I am one of them crabs that's like halfway out the bucket. 
but they keep trying to bring me down. The long I'm here, I just feel like they pinching my foot and drag me back down in that bucket. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if St. Louis ain't that bad. I mean, St. Louis is very fun. Sometimes. Dangerous. But fun, especially in the summertime. I just miss them old days to where it was summer nights, you know, we sitting on the porch with our friends, with the breeze flowing through. Can't have it no more. Nowadays, you got drive-bys, kids getting shot, women getting shot for nothing, some of them for a reason. It's just crazy. Yeah, that's 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 mostly the things that I like talk about, like talk about or stuff that I do that like I'm trying to put in a documentary. That'd be nice. I can't wait to see that documentary. Ooh, I've been working on this for like two years. This is not easy. No, it's, no, it's not. But if you've been working on it for the past two years, you can see. When it's the perfect time to put it out. Yeah. The uh I was at a standstill for like a half a year. <clears throat> but like now that like I'm working on the part where I had a standstill. The standstill is traveling to five different states. So mm-hmm. that's the stuff that I have to do. But it is main the document is gonna be mainly about St. Louis, but I'm also throwing that it's people out here that do good by people type of documentary. Right. Woo, I know I do not be sounding good in the morning. This is like 10, 17, Greek Squad, 8 a.m. Yep. 10, it's 17. Like, it's like my brain be trying to, like, work with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, what what made you get into podcasts, like podcasting? Uh, well, I've been doing it for a year and a half, but uh, it's something to fall back on, just in case if whatever else I'm trying to do in my life doesn't work out, I can always do this. Yeah, I, I know, because when you um uh, when you hear me up, but like I I I swear I'd never would have replied, like because I wouldn't know, because I do not. Hop in my message request because ever since I made that business page, yeah, whew, I would tell you I shouldn't have did it, but it's kind of good because the exposure and I I'm gonna want that with the attention that's coming to that page, but at the same time, I can see how celebrities feel when they like, ugh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they feel like it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't like, I, I see people don't read at all. When I say this is like, if you're not on business, do not inbox me. Right. The only reason why I respond to you, because when I read it, I'm like, okay. So I responded. But everybody else, they was like, 
uh, can you like my YouTube channel? Like, I'm I'm not a hater. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna subscribe. I'm gonna do all that. But don't use that as a way to talk to me. I hate that. Right. Don't be trying to like subscribe my YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, you're single. I'm gonna ignore you. I'm gonna still like it, but I'm gonna ignore you. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yep, it's uh, corrupted out here. <laughs> like, don't be trying to like. Okay, like I had to tell this one dude, like, look, I did what you asked. Um, is there anything else you want me to do? You want me to share your you? Cause, like I said, I want to see everybody get their shine. I want you know. I'm no hater, don't you know? So, um, was all oh, this, 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 no. Anything you ask me to do when it comes to music or anything, I will put that out there. But again, don't use that to, you know, mm-hmm. try and you know hop mm-hmm. in my house because you're not invited, <laughs> and my house is my heart. That's very much. Taken by a two-year-old and a dog. <laughs> they get like literally all my money. Yeah, I got blocked because I told somebody that. Literally, they like, "You got a boyfriend?" And I said, "No, I got a two-year-old and a dog." They give me around for my money. So I ain't got nothing to offer you. Next thing you know, I was blocked. Damn. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. No, but I'm I'm pretty much, you know, I'm pretty much chill. I be, you know, laid back. Like I just I just be wanting to see people win. Like, but you can't push Nobody that don't want to push themselves. That you know? is true. Yes, that is true. <clears throat> like, it, it's so much potential out here. And, like, how long I've been out here, it's just how, like, I grew to realize and to learn that, like, St. Louis is underrated. It's, the, it's one of the most slept-on cities. Yeah. But thing is, our own people don't support each other. They rather support somebody that's already known. Once somebody make it out, that's when they start, oh, I've been listening to Brussels day one. Why is you lying? (laughs) What the girl say, y'all want to shoot with me when I was in a gym looking at? But But that's St. Louis. Mm-hmm. People say it's everywhere, but I majorly see it in St. Louis. Because I've been everywhere. I've been in Vegas, Orlando, you know, mm-hmm. to name a couple places, Memphis, Jackson, Arkansas. I used to be an A&R, a local, you know, Record labels show me records. One of the best record labels I didn't sign with. I'm trying to get back with them. JB playing, but they, they took care of their artists. 
So, like, being, like, getting into the media with them, that's when I start seeing everything that I'm talking about now. That that out of town, they will show you more love than your own city. Yep. Um, that was like one of the best moments of my life being an A and R. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound like you had fun. I did. Like we were straight. We was, oh, how can I explain this? We was this close to the BET Awards back in 2016, BET Awards. Mm. Like, we was this close. Like, you can't see my finger, but we was, like, pretty close to walking into them doors. Like, but people start talking about they they had stuff to do, they ain't have enough money. The stuff was off the plane, the tickets, the room, everything was already paid for. Mm -hmm. I should have, like, what I should have did was just went by myself, like, forget y'all, but it was a group package. Right. So, I just look at it as it wasn't my time at the time then. But at least you got the experience. Yeah. Most people wish they could have that. I wish I could have that, but that time will come. I I think it was like more of my ambition and drive because they'll talk about like people talk about what they want to do. Yeah. Instead of like actually doing it, yeah. So it's like when if I could, my mom always told me if you could see yourself in it, do it. If you could see yourself doing it, go through it. So that's what I think. Like I like honestly intimidate a couple people, um, because of my drive and my ambition. Like you challenge them. I I I love a challenge. Like, when people tell me what I can't do, I end up succeeding it because I'm a Leo. I love a challenge. And it ain't the fact that I'm going to win. It's the fact that when you challenge a Leo, well, me, period. If you challenge me, I'm going to take you up on that challenge. You may win first. But you might fall first if you, you know, if that makes sense. What's that? It's it's it, it base it's basically based off the rabbit and the turtle. If you, I'm the I'm the turtle. Everybody else is the rabbit. Right. Everybody take off in their own little time. You know, if you challenge me, I'm gonna accept the challenge. But I may not win until you lose. Yep. Because I'm not trying to win to beat you. I'm winning for me. So it's like if you challenge me, oh, I challenge you to get 3,500 followers on Instagram. You may get that in like three days. 
but your father and my fall. Mm-hmm. Me, on the other hand, t- taking my time making sure all my ducks in a row, I might get that plus more and recognized. So it's like people, people, it's like people just live their life based on the turtle and the rabbit. Most people is the rabbit, and people like me is the turtle. It's a it's a weird way of explaining things, but it actually it makes sense in the long run. It sure does. Like if you actually like sit back and think about it, it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like I've been I've been in the industry since I was sixteen. I started promoting parties, you know. At first, I didn't know how to dance, and I ain't talking about the stripper dancing. They didn't come until I was like eighteen. <laughs> but like the choreography and all that. Yeah. I was um I was with my first promotion team, um called Rude Swag. Rude Swag. Uh, high school promotion team, you know, that's when Club Go was open, Club Legit, 12-12, Saints, all that, the lock-in. That's when I started, you know, learning how to dance. And then from Rude Swag, I went to Team Crucial, from Team Crucial to Party Hard. So... From and from the promotions, I went to self promotions to um party girls, party boys. I left them and I got in a team with Nelly the Celeb. That didn't work out for long, and then I went to another promotion team. I guess just trying to find my way, and I was just better off by myself because. I wasn't going down the same path that they was going. They were still, you know, doing local stuff. So I, like, venture off and start doing my own, you know, promotions. And then that's when I uh, met up with Show Me Records. So it, it was fun times with every promotion team that I had. Nelly the Celebrity doing his thing. Um... That that's another person that everybody hates, and and it's not the fact that they hate him. They just, I guess, they just don't understand him in the way he do things. But he be doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would never personally get back into the promotion thing because that's that's take a lot of work, and Facebook do be on BS. So that's why I will never get back with the promotion thing. I'd rather do word of mouth or handing out flyers, but like the internet promotion, Facebook be on one. Yeah, that's how it is sometimes, but more now now I'm not I'm not trying to like promote other people. I'm promoting myself. So Exactly. 
And you know the worst thing about it? What's that? When, like, if while you promoting yourself and the stuff that you're doing, like, people ain't going to like it or comment because it's you. I but, never cared. Huh? I never cared. Right. But what I learned, one of a good friend told me, he mm. said, he said, even when nobody likes it or comment, mm-hmm. still promote because somebody is watching. You don't know that, but somebody is watching. Yes. Where is that sound? That's that's the God honest truth. So it's like when I or when I was like I was about to give up. Mm-hmm. And um I I had put that on Instagram and Twitter that I was finna give up on my business. I was finna give up on promoting at all. Mm. I had got a message from Lil B, the bass guy. Um, I I had to ask him. I had to ask my friends, "This is real bass." He's about yeah, laughing but serious. He fo- he be he follows me. I'm like, and then I had shown him the message and what he said. And then I had um I had gotten a message from um Nancy. She um she's the voice of Bart Simpson. Mm. She told me she was like, Don't give up because it's people like me watching you. I'm like, swear. Like I like I I only show people that um that watches me. I don't ever show the messages that I have for them. Exactly. Because as far as y'all know, I'm not talking to no celebrity. Yeah. They only watching me. But like to, you know, to give an example, I had to like reveal <laughs> a little secret potion that I do have a couple interactions with them. But it's only when I say I'm going to give up. Or I'm done. So it's like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna win fast. Like I don't live my life according to the rabbit. Right. I'd rather be the turtle. Yep. Never wrong with that. I think that's what's wrong with this generation. Everybody wants that fast life, but when it actually happens and it goes out of control, the first thing you do is go on social media and be like, I don't want this no more. I quit. No, you wanted it. What happened? <laughs> it's too fast for you. Yeah. It's like, that's that's why I tell people you always want to be the turtle. And then once that turtle is done at the finish line, that's when you could transition into being the rabbit because you got all your ducks in the row. Right, you've been through it. You got over it. That's like living the fast like that. That's like a stripper that's not ready to dance because they see that fast money. You know, that fast life. I've been through that life and I go through it again. <laughs> but I gotta wait till after the surgery. But oh when I do they better watch out because I'm coming back like I never left.
<laughs> yeah, but I pretty much don't be doing anything. I just be living my life according to the turtle. Um, like, if people ask me, can they share, like, or comment, I do it because I'm not a hater. I it, It's not going well for me, so I'm going to just scroll past. No, if I see somebody winning, I'm going to continue to help them win it because my time coming. I'm not going to win by hating on the next. If I'm speaking the power of manifestation of success into my life, I can't have that hating energy. It's just not going to work out. Yep. Well, the two-year-old didn't work up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can always finish this up whenever you're ready. I'm going to give you the opportunity to let me know where. We could um, start back at it. Rishi takes a nap, and that's around 6, 7 o'clock. Okay, then. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Mother well, duty calls. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to let you go ahead and be the mom. And I'll I'll send you a message to let you know, you know, we're still good. You know, because anything could happen. Yeah, uh, most definitely. All right. All right. Okay. And then by then, my voice will be sounding better. It won't be too, you know, sounding too harsh and uh, mannish or whatever. I hate the mornings because I'd be like, my brain be trying to work with my voice. Uh, so you're a night person? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I don't like nights. I'm more of a morning person. I like get stuff done and over with. Yes, I am in love with the nightlife. I see. I see. So, the later in the day it is, the better my voice comes out. Okay. Well, ain't no you'll problem. see. You'll see. You'll see. All right. I understand you leaving. No, not leaving. I understand you living a secret life. It's all good. <laughs> that that will be revealed when I get to where I want to be. Uh-oh. Right now, I'm just a basic St. Louis girl that's trying to leave. Never wrong with that. Well, alrighty, Miss Hennessy, I'm gonna let you go. I never, you know, had a part two to an interview before, but it's first time for everything. Uh, yeah, it, it's only part two because my wake up in the morning voice. <laughs> right, no. I don't, want, I don't want people saying, "Oh, that's really how you sound." No, it's just I woke up. This is a morning voice. I'm not a morning person. Right, no wrong with that. Well, alrighty then. Ladies and gentlemen, hope y'all enjoyed this part one. We'll be back with part two tonight. Hi. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Hello. Hello.
Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. How you doing? Uh, I'm hanging in there. You sound more better, more alive. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should believe you. More of a, a night person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we last left off was, um, let me see. You was basically was telling me about St. Louis and how, uh, that is absolutely true. <laughs> no if fans or buts about that. That is absolutely true. Yeah, I'm still trying to get over the fact, but hey, it's it's the oh, it ain't the city. Like I said, it ain't the city. It's the people. Well, majority of the people. Sound like somebody cooking. So, oh, okay. Um, my question for you is, uh, how you were in high school? How was I in high school? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, my high school. Yeah, I, I went to all of them. Roosevelt, Bayshine, Sumner, Gateway, Beaumont, um, Central Performing Arts. Roosevelt Ninth Grade Center. Wow, you went to all those damn schools that I have never went to a day in my life. Oh, I I was at Ace too. Oh, how nice! So, were you more in with the uh, so-called crowd, or you just finding your own group of people to hang out with, or were you a loner? I was pretty much a loner. Like half half of the schools that I went to, uh, let me say Roosevelt and Sumner, for the most part, I never really like cared for that type of crowd. But I was like a loner at them two schools. But like the you know the jockeys and the you know the famous famous kids. Mm-hmm. They be wanting me to hang out with them, and I would just like turn my nose up <laughs> and just walk off. Like I don't, right. I don't, I always never liked the people. <laughs> wow. Cause like people be chasing me, I don't chase the crowd. The crowd chase me. That's um like. Well, I was always in the um the school band, you know. Or TC, or you know the dance team, drill team, or the um or the band. So that's why it was like they was more so chasing me because I was like doing my own thing and not trying to chase the hype. I think that's what they liked about me the most because I wasn't you know desperate for the school kids' attention. Mm-hmm. Well, at least. Well, at least somebody ever approached to you or anybody. Me, not so much. I was never was the approaching type. I was basically 
Uh, what's that word after last? Lame. Huh? No. I was basically didn't fit in in high school or any school actually. But you know, I, I mostly went to school when I felt like it. Like if I knew it was um like if it was Tuesday, I knew them days was for the band kids. So that's the only day I go to school. Like Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Oh, you had a choice to go to school. I didn't no. know. I went to school when I felt like it. Right. And somehow I still ended up with my uh, diploma. Lucky you. I was forced. I had <laughs> I could be sick for what for one day. They would be like, still take your ass to school. I was, I don't, I don't know, I was bad. So it's like, I was bad growing up. Like, when I, um, when my granny died when I was 13, that's when, like, I just started pretty much doing what I wanted to do. Oh, you my know? God. Oh, no. You was one of those rebellious type. <laughs> like, I wasn't that rebellious. I ain't getting that type of trouble. I ain't, I ain't had my first kid till I was 23. So, but I did get like in some trouble, not a lot. I wasn't. I was rebellious, but I wasn't that rebellious. Mm. I remember my ninth grade graduation. Uh, I was at Stowe, and I finished my ninth grade year. And you know, when they was asking us, "Uh, what do you want to be <laughs> when we get older?" Yeah. So we was in the church, like we had a graduation in the church, church like, so. They they asked me. They was like, "What you want to be when you get older?" I straight told everybody in there on the microphone, "I want to be a stripper." <laughs> My God! <laughs> in the church, yep. Wow. I said, "I want to be the next Black China," and I walked off. You just basically just broke the ice. You, shattered <laughs> the, you actually shattered that motherfucker into pieces. They was, I was sure they looked at me. My mama put her head down like this, not my child. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> wow. I straight, and then I straight snatched the, um, I was waiting for that moment to, to, um, snatch the teacher wig off. She couldn't do nothing. I had my, uh, ninth grade, little ninth grade diploma, and I was like, I was waiting a year for this. Mm. Snatch that lady wig off. Look at you. Bad. One <laughs> tripper. And just do whatever you feel like it. Wow. You're the real definition of a rebellious teenager. Well, if, um, I think every teenager was rebellious when somebody that was very close to them like departed. Oh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't, especially when it comes down to dealing with my mother. My mother believed in whooping ass, so I used to get my ass whooped for everything I did wrong. I mean, my my mama did too, but I mean, I, I ain't do nothing to make me laugh. Nah, it ain't make me laugh. It, it make my ass feel sore. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, every kid different. I mean, I, 
I used to tell them all the time. My sisters and brothers used to tell them all the time. I mean, it's hurting y'all more than it's hurting me because I don't, I'm going to go right back to doing what I was doing when y'all get done. I remember when I tore off the uh the toilet seat and smacked my sister with it when she tried to whoop me. You took toilet seat off. Yeah, she she tried to put me in the bathroom. I was like twelve. She was sitting on the toilet with my like I was like bent over on her lap. She was trying to whoop me. <laughs> so then that's when I like reversed. My hand got on the toilet seat. I don't know what came over me, but I snatched that motherfucker off and hit her with it. She was like, Mommy, you don't pay me enough to do this. Shit, you you just knock you damn near knock your sister head off with a damn policy. Evil. <laughs> you was an evil one. She was trying to she was trying to disagree me. Don't disagree me. We almost the same age. Well, I can see that. I don't care what she paid you to babysit me. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I got all I got all memories for days, like, but, mm-hmm. but like the way I used to act, it didn't lead me down the wrong path. Like I'm like, it just I made you the better person. Yeah, like I didn't like go off into doing dumb stuff, or I didn't like you know car hop or anything. You know, like rebellious teens getting to a lot of stuff. No, it just I was rebellious, but I was also smart too. Oh. Mm. Like you know, them rebel like some of them rebellious girls be walking down the street and any man approach her or something, they be, you know, hot fast tails and something. I wasn't I wasn't that rebellious. <laughs> mm. I'll be walking, just keep walking, just keep walking, I'm just walking. Like what you wanna talk to me for? I don't know you. That's crazy. But yeah, that's how that, but you know, that's how our generation was. I don't know how it is now. I think it's more horrible. More worse. You couldn't. You couldn't get worse if you prayed for worse. I don't think nobody would want that. So, how many siblings do you have? I um, on my mother's side, I have four sisters and two brothers. Mm-hmm. And on my daddy's side, I'm the only girl. Mm. And one brother. Mm. Well, I only had well, I only had one, but now I'm the only child. No. Yeah. But it's all good, you know. It's been five years, but I'm I'm cool. Still miss her though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I recently lost a cousin a year mm-hmm. ago, but he was more like a brother. So yeah, it's sad when you lose the ones that care about you the most, want to see you to be succeed, you know, see the good in you. Mm-hmm. And he was he was one of the best upcoming rappers in St. Louis, but 
he got killed before the peak of his career. Wait, wasn't this? You said last year. Uh huh. Uh, it was on the news. Yeah, he got killed on the motor mart. At that gas station. Yep. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, Vino Gunner. Did they ever find the motherfucker that did it? Yep, he in jail. But I think he deserves more. I mean, everybody think the person killer deserves more time, but... Of course, I mean, but you know how the system is. At least he ain't walking around free for now. Exactly. Hell, they was planning on giving... Uh, Well, my parents wanted to give the guy that killed my sister... More than just 10 years, but the judge gave him 10 years. And my parents didn't understand why, but my uncle told my parents, like, look, this that's how the system is. Just happy. Just, you know, just be happy enough that he's behind bars instead of walking. Right. You never know what a person mind can go through behind bars for 10 years. He'd probably come out, you know, as a better person. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. It's just that he had no intentions of doing that. It's just that he was running from the police, and her and her boyfriend was sitting in the car, well, in her car, and they and he just sideswiped him. The car flipped over three times. <laughs> yeah. My bad, I'm laughing at my mama. <laughs> Right. So, how's mommyhood? Well, I mean, it ain't it ain't all cracked up as it seems. Like, I know. Some, some yeah, days, there's a balance. Some days are challenging. Some days you be wanting to chuck them against the wall, but you know you can't. <laughs> you really can, but you chose not to. I really, you little motherfucker. Right. That's your little mini me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Like I've been reincarnated, but I'm still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. So what? So what's the lessons do you learn from your child? Did you learn something new? Huh? Hold on. Yes. It's not a conversation. I'm doing the interview. I'm back. <laughs> well, I think you could tune that, like, take this part off when you... Like, of course I will. Of course, because, you know, I don't put out people's information like that, especially if you have an interruption in the background. I'll, try, I'll instantly uh, get rid of that. Okay. But, yeah, like, um, like parts of your uh, what I learned about for my child mm-hmm. is that like stuff that I did comes back worse. <laughs> right. So by me being rebellious, I know she's gonna be ten times worse. Right. The worst part is we just gotta be prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, 
like they like they say, raising a child didn't come with no damn um uh, no instruction <laughs> manual. Yeah. Like I don't I don't get much like um privacy here, you know, staying with other people. Mm-hmm. But I work you work through it, you know. Mm-hmm. So But after this after the surgery, whew I'm gonna be outside, man. I'll be outside, outside. When I say outside, you ain't gonna be able to catch me type of outside. I don't think I ever gonna catch you anywhere. <laughs> With a name like Hennessy, I can only find you inside these damn uh, corner stores. <laughs> Back behind the counter. <laughs> I don't know about how to, maybe. Some of them, or maybe it's reachable, but you know it is what it is. Probably locked up in them little um glass containers. Mm-mm. So, no pun intended, but do you drink Hennessy? Yeah. I don't know why the fuck I, f- I don't know why the fuck I asked you that question. I I oh this there wasn't a name that was like chosen or there was like the name that was given. Like I've been drinking Hennessy so long, like that's all I drink when I go out is Hennessy. So people was like they just called me hen. You know, like the chicken hen, but it makes sense because Hennessy. So hen. Hennessy. Only a black person would only a black person would think that negative. Yeah, well, people, you know, people do what people do. Is... That is absolutely positively true. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, so yeah. I've like, been going by Henny or, or Nessie or, you know, or just the whole Hennessy. <laughs> nobody calls you by the government name? No, because I don't give it to nobody. <laughs> mm well, except for your mom. But, yeah, she the one gave birth. Yep. Well, it's like, this is like a more awkward interview because, like, everybody is up and I'm trying to, like, maintain the stuff that I say. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, these walls are, like, thin, so... Oh, yeah. I always try to, uh, you know, get a chance to know my guests, get a little bit of information, what their goals and dreams, then ask them some my, um, questions. Well, furthermore, like, I'm changing. I'm changing my nail business to advocate for the homeless. You know, um, everybody just think, you know, everybody is more into making money that they forget about the homeless, too. Right. Uh, it ain't all about make. I mean, you're supposed to make money to, you know, do a living, but it's it's always nice to throw, or uh, do nice things for the homeless. You know, do things for free every exactly. once in a while. Exactly, give back. But so I like that's why I'm sacrificing my nail business because I have raised to, you know, seeing profit for the money that I spent for the um. Nail business, mm-hmm. so like 
I'm doing like I'm building this nail business as for you know advocate for the homeless, you know, publicly mm-hmm. supporting mm-hmm. for the homeless. So that's gonna be my um. I'm still gonna be doing nails to whoever wanna pay. I mean, I ain't gonna refuse, but it's more. Of course gonna not. Be- I'm, I'm gonna be more like the business is more focused towards the homeless because that's where my first mind keep going to you know uh, be an advocate yeah give back and be advocate to the homeless so while I'm doing nails I go you know also do me and services for the homeless like giving them like um a fanny pack of one drawers one shoe like not shoes socks and stuff. Um, one T-shirt, you know. Mm-hmm. Me and Cologne, um, food and um, haircuts and stuff, and I, I could do it all. Like it's hard, you know, finding people. You know, they will come together and do that because people, some people be, I'm not going to test no homeless person. It's called tech bail. <laughs> you let dirty broke men touch you. You scared, a broke a, you scared to let a homeless person touch you. You let a broke nigga touch you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> mm. So why not let a homeless person touch you? He just as broke as the nigga you laying up with. Right or wrong? Uh, to each his own. Yeah, that's right. I mean, difference is the homeless person ain't got nowhere to live, and you mm-hmm. letting the other one shackle with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You safe? You're good. You're good. I mean, but it's it's the truth. I mean, why 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 down the homeless person? Cause he broke, and you and you acting like you too good to help out a homeless person, but you buying niggas shit and laying up with a broke nigga. <laughs> yeah, I I just don't get it. So, but I mean that's damn not me. Right. Trying to touch you, a homeless person. Right. You way above that. Yeah, I I know what it's like to be homeless. So. Why I forget where I came from. That's right. That is right. All right. So we come down to the part of the show that I get a chance to ask you some questions. And um, it's okay. It's 137, but we're not going to go through all of them. And all of that, I give you the opportunity to ask me some questions as well. Sound cool? Cool. All right. Uh, well, give me a number, actually. Um, five. What was your favorite 90s jam? 90s jam? Ooh. One Chance featuring Fabo. Look at her. One Chance. I think that came out in the 90s. No, I don't think it did. Mm. Did it? I don't know. This sounds so old. Still <laughs> think. One chance. Who sang that song again? One chance at Fabo. Uh. Can I get a sample of that? 
I don't know how to sing that. <laughs> you can try. I forgot the lyrics. Um, you waiting on me to sing is like waiting on the 16 city limit bus on a cold Sunday night. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> heck, heck, if I know better, you got more, uh, hell, I don't know. All right, um, give me a number. Another number? Yeah. Four. Wow, you're going backwards, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about when you are alone in your car? Well, when I had a car, I was in a relationship at the time. What I used to think about when I'm sitting alone was how I'm going to run him over. <laughs> okay, you trying to run somebody over? I just want <laughs> I just want to inform people that this is you get you have the free will to say what's on your mind, but we do not. I repeat, we do not accept violence on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't condone violence. I don't either. <laughs> it's all good though. I mean, you ain't the first person that told me that they won't ran over somebody. Alright, give me three more numbers. Um, six. Six. Okay. Are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Both, in a way. Um, yes, I am. I'm more of a gatherer, but I don't force it. I don't enforce it on people. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the next number? Uh, ten. Ten, ten. Okay, uh, any advice from your previous boss? You said what? Any advice from your previous boss? Any advice from the previous boss? Yes. Um, they're right, you're wrong. That seems weird. My yeah, boss I mean, it, it, it sounds weird, but I mean, that's that's what the um, whatever you know, that's their advice, you know, because they more I say higher than you. You doing mm-hmm. what they say, they you do what they tell you to do, you know, because that's their position on the job. Mm. So even even if they're wrong, you don't. Tell them that they're wrong because they can always fire you. Well, I wish I had the courage to uh, say it to my boss or whatnot, but that's the reason why I don't work with them now because they're too stupid anyway for me. (laughs) Yeah, I I had quit my job like a year ago. I've been, you know, I started my business like right after. 
Like after I quit, that's when mm-hmm. I start like expanding in my business. So I don't, I don't know what it's like to work for anyone. I do not like authority. I have a problem with authority. That's why I work for myself. Right. Seems like when people get that, seems like when people get that position of power or a little bit yeah. of power, they just let it go to their head. Yeah. And I'm 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 sorry. It's 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 most questions that's like important to your show, but I like like I said, living with other people, you don't get no privacy. Uh-huh. You don't get peace. You don't get none of that. Uh-huh. So <laughs> my advice: don't listen to me. Don't tell your boss nothing. You need your job. Keep your day job. <laughs> right, but if it but. If it's making you happy, then you keep it. If it's not making you happy, you the same way you walk in that motherfucker, you, you can walk out as well. Right. Then nobody tell you to choose that job you chose it on your own. Exactly. All right. Uh, give me a, uh, your last number. Thirteen. All right. Let's see what we got here. Thirteen. What is the funniest thing that happened to you recently? What's the funniest thing? Ooh. The funny thing that just happened to me recently, okay, so I was like, I was getting to know this dude, right? Okay. And like, we was talking for like a couple months or whatever. And then, like, out of nowhere, he just called me baby or whatever. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> uh, don't do that. Like, I just instantly turned my nose up. So today, I scroll on Facebook, and all of a sudden, he in a committed relationship. I'm like, I just start laughing. I'm like, how sweet. Like, y'all, I'm like, these niggas, something, there's something else. How you, how you, like, call me baby, but you in the, but now you reveal on Facebook, you in a committed relationship, you love your wife, blah, blah, blah. Like, that that was funny to me, mm-hmm. and it just recently happened, like today, earlier. Awkward. <laughs> I scroll on Facebook, is is him and her kids, and I was like, but I didn't make no subliminal posts. I'm like, I just say you niggas is something else. Uh, I think I saw that. <laughs> But it was like, but it was finna cause some commotion, and I don't do that back and forth on the internet stuff, so I just deleted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, to each his own. Yeah, he'll be all right though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's your turn to ask me five questions. Okay. Um, first question. What was, what was you thinking about? Uh, I I knew you was going to ask me that question. (laughs) Well, you know, our first part of our interview from, what was it, yesterday, I guess? The other day. Yeah. You said some deep stuff. 
like you broke it down to you broke it down for me like in in pieces like I'm like damn I I I mean hearing this from my family of course it's second nature or whatnot but hearing it from somebody else kind of makes you realize you know what maybe I should have done that effort. And honestly, um, now with this podcast thing, you know, like I said, I've been doing this for a whole year or whatnot, and I have learned a lot. At first, when I first did it, I ain't gonna lie, I did it kind of for the wrong reason. But I realized if I'm going to take this seriously, I gotta grow up and let that stuff. I have other reasons why I had to let it go. Not only that, it's fun for me because I express how I feel and I can say what I can and nobody can hold me back and I has no boundaries over it. So, that's why I say it got me thinking because I was taking a little break from it at one point. Now, since I'm currently in college, finna get ready to graduate and just, I was, I was just not, mentally I wasn't there creatively. So. Second question. Um, like, what? Like, what was more? What was more of your um, bad reasons that you like did this? Like, did the podcast for like just to show off, or um, or just to you know have something, just to have something. And then when you like transformed, what what made you like buckle down and like really take your uh, podcast show series? Um, well, uh, actually, like a couple seasons ago on this podcast, I was uh, I reached out to somebody, you know, gave them the exact same message that I sent to you. Um, and we did it, and she heard it, and she was like, you know. It's good, but maybe you can, like, you know, make it like an episode, have segments and skits and music and stuff. And I'm like, what you mean? She's like, if you really listen to it, it's just like a boring uh, phone call conversation. And I was like, hmm, let me me think about that. So I gave it a couple weeks, and I was like, you know what? She was right. So ever since then. I just got better at it. What what made you? Well, this is my third question. What made you get into the podcast? Because when I asked you that before, I couldn't really, you know, uh, hear you out because that's when my little two year old woke up. So. Oh okay. Well, um, that's just something I always wanted to do. I'd probably say because I see everybody else doing it and uh anchor just started their uh you know just started this out like what 2018 in february and i was like yo i think it would be nice if i you know be a part of it so you know they reached out to me and it was like yo we love you to be a part of it you just gotta come up with your own show and your own content of your show and we'll you know handle take care of the rest and it's 100 percent free I'm like, okay, cool. All right. So, I was, I was like, okay, let me see what I can do. The rest was just history. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. There has been plenty of times I reached out to people, and the message that I sent you—it's um, I had to re-edit it and rechange it a thousand times to make it short, simple, and sweet to the point. Now, there's been people that say they they'll do it, actually done it. Others that done it never. Uh, uh, no, others that reached out after I already sent it to them don't never really done nothing with it. It just they just totally forget about it. And there's others that just completely ignores it. But I ain't got no problem with it. I don't hold grudges against people that's you know doesn't accept it or what. I mean, it is what it is. And another reason why I want to do it because. When you look at all these other uh, uh, podcast interviews, they, uh, they always have famous people. They don't, they don't really ever have normal people. Right. People, so, people more more concerned of the famous people because they're already famous. Right. Instead so, of, you know, right, um, right. supporting the original people that's, you know, that's trying to you know, be on their way to be famous. They rather support the ones that's already out there. You know? Right. So that's so that's what pretty much what I do. I talk to ordinary people just like myself and you as well. Just to see, you know, what do you think or how you feel about the world and like, you know, what is your um expectation? Just just wanna hear your point your point of view without no um uh, no rules. Okay, was that the fourth question or the third question? I think that's the fourth. I think that's the third one. I don't know. Okay. okay, well, fourth question. Um, what what is your advice to the future podcasters? Oh, easy. If you're really serious about it, keep going at it. You're gonna have your days where you feel like I don't want to do. You know, also have your days you feel like I got go as at the end of the tunnel. You can go for it. Just don't give up on it. I mean, anybody can be, you know, at a roadblock when it comes out to being creative. You, and especially if you're so much on it all the time. I mean, there's been plenty of times I get roadblocks all the time. I mean, I aired my new episodes every Thursday at 9 a.m. On Spotify, so just imagine how I go through, and uh, yeah, just just go at it, you know, just go at it. Keep everybody entertained. Keep promoting yourself. That's how Next I get. Question: Um, what all do you do besides podcasting? Like, do you do videography or photography or just the podcast thing? Well, okay. I'm an audio producer, engineer, uh, a vlogger. Um, yeah, I does all of those things. Because I am also looking for um, a videographer to help me with my documentary. Mm-hmm. And most of these videographers and photographers be more about a chick instead of like helping someone invest like like I said don't get me wrong I don't take nobody from their you know money or financial side but uh-huh. it's like um it, it, it's some loyal people I heard that will be down until you come up 
because y'all both, you know, in this together type of thing. And 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 me, you know, doing the stuff with the homeless mm-hmm. is more of a document documentary that I'm doing. Not to put out their showboating what I'm doing for them, but you know, it's um it's more like putting the light to St. Louis because every not only just me but everybody think St. Louis is bad. Like, because when I interact with people out of town and they ask me where do I live and I say St. Louis, I get to hear, oh my gosh, I heard this, I heard that. I like it's, it'd be all bad stuff, it don't be nothing good, right? See, that's the one thing I don't understand. Like, Chicago, that's also a bad day, but they support their people when they do it. And, they and then that's another thing. I they like it. It comes from the horse's mouth. People, people out of town be like, "I heard St. Louis don't support their own." Blah, blah blah blah. So that's like this is another reason why I'm doing this documentary to um to put a light on St. Louis to uh show that St. Louis ain't you know ain't as bad as people cracked it, cracked up to be. St. Louis got its days. And St. Louis got his days to where people do come together. Right. But at the same time, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard getting people to come together. Because if it ain't about you paying them to do anything, they ain't going to do it. Right. And when you do pay them, they be lazy with it. So it's like my mom always told me if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. So if I don't know how to do videography, I'm, I better learn. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to get it done. Right. Unless you lucky enough to find a sponsor. Uh-huh. I mean, hey, I uh, didn't took no class for videography. I just studied by watching other people. And you know, I just be like, oh, okay, so if I do this and that, maybe it'll turn out the way how I want. So, don't get me wrong, I have videos. Like, like I said, I'm a vlogger. I vlog as much as I possibly can. And I treat my vlogs like uh, episodes or and seasons and stuff. And I, and I really don't care about the views because it is what it is. You know, when I first started, like, let me see, a year, no, two years ago, I only had like one or two views. Now I got like uh what twelve forty five or whatever. Doesn't really matter. I don't trip off about it. I don't even trip off about how many people listening to this uh podcast. I just don't care about how many people listening to it. It is what it is. Yeah, like I said, people support who they wanna support. It ain't no big deal if you don't support me. I'm not gonna cry about it, I'm not gonna lose sleep. You know, um, I'm still going to show love. You know, I don't be in competition because I'm in my own lane. You know, like I said, people be like, I was doing somebody's nails and this girl and the girl nails I was doing. She was like, girl, who you know who else doing that? I'm like, don't do that because you talking about down to me, you most definitely talking about me to somebody else. I don't engage into none of that. I don't want to engage into the gossip. Like, 
but I continued doing her nail because she was a paying client. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would think to myself, I'm in definitely in the wrong business. Like, my my crowd, just not the crowd that I want. So, that's, like, another reason why I changed that and, and focusing more on the homies because that's what my documentary is about anyway, you know. Like, it's it's based off of uh, the Michael Jackson song, Heal the World Tour. I go to five different states within three weeks and give back to the community. So I've been working on this documentary for a long time, and I don't think it's going to be released yet. Like I said, to about another year or two. Yeah, until until you're ready to release it. Because I know when I release it, I know Netflix and them going to be on my bumper. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's hard finding people that be on the same stuff as you, so. Mm-hmm. But it's all going to pay off in the end. Oh, yeah. I know it's going to be a whole lot of copywriting and stuff, but I don't care. If if it becomes a big hit, they could sue if they want to sue. But until then, I'm having fun with this documentary stuff. Exactly. What, I mean, what are they going to sue? I mean, you're not putting it up for sale. Yeah, but you know, like, Oh, uh, if I make it into a documentary and it end up hitting, you know, it start going viral, national, you know, or it end up on Netflix or World Store, you know, Michael Jackson's gone and he got copyrights, copywritten on everything here, you know. Right. But hey, a lot of people has done that. A lot of people has done that, so I'm pretty sure, you know. You ain't gonna be the first or last one to do it anyway. <laughs> it's just a crazy dream of like, hey, um, I didn't I'm I'm just a a small town girl <laughs> having fun with the camera. Exactly. You're supposed to have fun. Well, did I answer all your questions? Yes, you did. Alrighty then. Well, I guess we can always wrap it up now. Yeah. Time <laughs> <laughs> to get awkward now. No, no problem. Uh, before you go, um, please tell the people where, where they can follow you if you want them to follow you on your social media. Oh, yes. Um, You can follow me at Hennessy Glamore and that's Hennessy with a E with the two dots on top of the E and Glamour. Mm-hmm. You now, can also follow mm-hmm. me on Twitter. No, scratch that. Not Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Hennessy Baby without the A. 
So it's Hennessy with the Y on Instagram, baby without the A. So it's BBY. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. All right. Now, this is what I always tell all my guests. Like, not only the reason why I got was doing this on Anchor, because you can also do your own podcast if you ever feel like doing one in the near future. And not only that, this will be streaming worldwide on Google Podcasts, of course, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. What? No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Well, Miss Hennessy, thank you for your time and patience. It is always a pleasure. Now, you're more than welcome to ever come back if you ever feel like you need to get something off your chest or whatnot. So, Oh, well, probably I'll be interviewing you soon because on my podcast, there's a lot of cursing and violence and whatever you want to say off your chest. Okay. Well, just let the brother know. Give me a time, place, and day, and we'll make it happen. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to what's popping. I know you did it again. Yeah, take care. Thank you, Miss Hennessy. See you soon. You too. Take care. Hey, I know you enjoyed that interview. I know you did. It's okay, because I enjoyed it too. And trust me, you can join too. Only thing you have to do is download the app. The app is called Anchor. And I will send you the link. Just reach out for me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Mo You Did It Again or at M-U-D-I-A, abbreviation for Mo You Did It Again. Thank you for listening. Take care and have a wonderful day. And please, please, please stay out of trouble. Bye.